0: Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Brungin! <laughs> brungin! Corresponding to modern colloquial brung. So now we've got bringed, brungin, brung-brang, and brot. Hello, bucket hats. <laughs> Welcome to Sports podcast that ends with the question mark but starts with the question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question.
1: Hey, Katie. Oh, I was going to say um, I guess he's not there anymore. But Jay and oh. Ashley. Uh,
0: For a long time.
2: To, <laughs> to ask about what is the best way to punish a fantasy football loser. Um, I, well, I always win. So I'm not worried about myself. <laughs> Um,
0: just as I'm sure none of you are worried about losing.
3: Oh, I always lose.
0: <laughs> but we're trying to
1: decide, uh, in my league, a cool way to punish people. Last year, we had the guy who lost eight really hot wings. We've also talked about him, uh, getting a bumper sticker that we get to choose. Mm, um, there's just, you know, a lot of options and I feel like you guys would have a really good take on it. Uh, I love you. I love each of you. Uh, maybe Jay a little bit more than anybody else. So, uh, wow,
2: just want to say uh, <laughs> thanks. I love you, Nina. Bye bye.
0: Famously, did not tell us what his name was. So, thank you, sir. I thought he was going to drop a bye 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 at the end there. I think he did, and then he dropped his phone instead. <laughs> Jay a little bit more than everybody else. I, I love when I can tell how a voicemail got picked to be the voicemail. Yeah.
3: This one's pretty It's usually forward. when it's like,
0: Jay's really un- underappreciated. <laughs> you're
3: like, yeah, oh, so,
0: okay. Uh, great question. Actually, this is one of those ones. Such a good question. I feel like we're going to make it the second half of our podcast. Yeah. Because we're always, always looking for new games to play. And actually, we uh, have a fantasy league this year. And I don't think, did we do last year? Whoever wins got something and whoever lost... Uh,
3: no, let, last year got a little
0: complicated. Yeah, we had a commissioner who wasn't great. Um, he gone. So we're, um, we're going to change it this year and we're going to have to come up with a punishment for our league. Yeah. Cause we're a content company. And the fact that we don't use our league to make content is just a miss from us. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we asked our Twitter followers what some of their favorite punishments for losing a league are. Basically, we pawned your question off <laughs> back to you and your peers. <laughs> and we're going to talk through those and settle on something for our league. Um, in the second half of the podcast and, but you know, in the process, you'll also hear all the other options. And so maybe you can come up with something for your league from that. Sounds so exciting. Such a great way to tease the second half of the podcast yeah, girl. before we even get into friendly banter. Um, if you, but it's a good question and you know, if you want to leave us a
3: voicemail, my God. Yeah, I know. It was a good one. No,
0: <laughs> the number is eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. You see how I didn't even look?
3: You didn't? didn't? Oh, I wasn't. I was
0: sorry. I got distracted by your beauty. That's the phone number. Don't forget to leave your name. It feels important. <laughs> and you don't have to compliment Jay. But I guess you know what's happening is they're finding out that when they do that, their voicemail gets
2: picked for the podcast.
0: Tricky, tricky. Mm. So you will get picked, but <laughs> we will be judging you. So it's like, oh, you got to decide you It's like you, you, win some, you win
2: some, you know win some. I win some, you
0: lose all of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, friendly banter. Hi, Ash. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, too. I have a an interesting query. You were sitting next to me for it, but I feel like we should share it with our listeners. This is exactly what Friendly Banter exists for. Yes, I was reading an article before in preparation for this podcast about Antonio Brown and his helmet, because mm-hmm. what a saga, which we will get to in a little bit. On the non-sports side of it, because, you know, very sports-centered podcast, but Friendly Banter can be whatever we want to. Sure can. In the article, someone used the word brung, and I pointed at it on my computer screen, <laughs> and I turned to Ashley, and I went... And she was like, oh, I think that person's just trying to use a colloquialism. And I was like, yeah, but the phrase it was used in, like, you dance with who brung you to the party, I'm like, that's not a colloquialism. So I Googled yeah. brung to be like, what's the deal? Because I remember when we were younger, that being a debate, brought or brung, or people saying brung, and it was kind of like um, funner, which I believe mm. now people say funner. I think that has been, like, adapted into the dictionary. I think you can say, like, it was funner than the other party, which... I don't know, whatever. So, but when right. I Googled it, um, Ashley and I just found this treasure trove of escalating insanity, <laughs> and I wanted to share it with the group. So, the first, you know how when you Google something, it'll give you the suggestions, and you can hit like the little arrow to expand. It'll be like the eight questions, and you're like, oh, this is the question I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So, I expanded them. These are the things Is it brought or brung? I expanded that. And it said, In some dialects, the past of bring is brang. What? <laughs> <laughs> And brung is the past participle. And then it said, in standard English, both are brought. So I'm like, okay, so now we've introduced brang into the lexicon. <laughs> then the next one was, is brung a word in Scrabble? Clicked on that, it is a Scrabble word. Very important. Which you said. That's all that matters. That's all really. that matters. That makes it a word. Then, is brung a slang word? Somebody said it's a past tense and past participle. Dialectic, dialect Dialectal diabolical Mm. dialectal (laughs) past tense and past participle of bring uh how do you use the word brung i expanded that one it said brought is the proper way to conjugate the irregular verb in the past tense you should never use brung so i'm like
2: well now i got more questions (laughs) and answers then also does it kind of make you want to because you can't
0: yeah then (laughs) is bring the word bring bringed, and it says the tendency to conjugate this is a strong verb in the model sing drink is ancient uh, Old English had a rare, strong past participle form, brungen, <laughs> brungen, corresponding to modern colloquial brung. So now we've got bringed, brungen, brung, brang, and brought. Then I, there's one that says, "What does brong mean?" Brung. And I'm like, "Wait, what?" So I clicked on that, and it said, uh, "This is—it's a completely different definition. It means a person who's very, very wrong." Oh. So it's, so it's a bro who's wrong all the time. So it's it's I she's pointing at Jay. It's an audio No, video. No, I was pointing at the offices behind me oh, oh. cuz there's other people. <laughs> brong, um Scarlett was brong about the idea to take kids to a picnic. So I guess it doesn't mean it has to be a man. Oh, it's a bummer. It should. And so now we've got brong, brong brang, brung in, brought. Is that all of them? It's just like I wanted a simple answer. It just goes to show the internet, it gives us everything, but it also is like, well now I I left that with no All I know is that it's a Scrabble word, brung. Which really? I thought we got that like driven into us is that brought is the correct way to do that. I I agree. I saw a tweet the other day. It's kind of relevant to this because I feel like brung brought is a thing that we all were taught and funner as well. But somebody was like, why did we why do we all know the names of Christopher Columbus's ships? The Nina, the
3: Pinta and the Santa Maria.
0: Why is that a piece of knowledge that everyone in America Mm -hmm. has? Why did we need to know that? But it's a weird thing that everyone you know knows the names of his three ships.
3: That's a great question. Isn't that
0: weird? I wish I'd shout out who
3: wrote the tweet. I forgot how I saw it. it was I mean, just, it was, you could argue. The start of our entire nation, right? But the way. name of
0: the ship is the least important thing, and there's a lot of important details they left out that, of yeah, teaching that's us. That's
3: probably why they focus on the ship names, so that we don't concentrate it's on the just other stuff. A weird. The people thing. that were like already there. It's like a, a we- thing. you
0: could be like, who was the 19th president? And Most of us would be like, oh, I'd have to look it up. I don't know. But Nina Pinta <laughs> Santa Maria. I don't know what kind of ships or how many people were on each, mm. or you know anything else. That's a great. Point. But I know exactly <laughs> what his ships were named. Who cares? Anyway, how are you? <laughs> 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 What's new in your life? If you had to draft the ships, which ship you gotta go would you... Nina Pinta Santa Maria. It's just how. Just it goes.
3: Mm, I don't you know gotta go in that order. Like Santa Maria really brings a little bit
0: two names. That Nina
3: doesn't. Mm. Speaking of drafts, oh, you were on television.
0: I doing it. a draft. Oh, which Matthew Barry was quick to point out doesn't happen all that often. It's... This show is also on ESPN Plus. Yes. For those who missed it, uh, ESPN did their – I believe it's a 28-hour fantasy marathon. Mm -hmm. used to be 24 – whatever. just 20-something hours of just fantasy coverage to kick off the season and also to get people to sign up for the ESPN fantasy app, which you should do. Um, And so the the end of the marathon was a three-hour draft, 10-team league, and I was a manager of one of the teams. Um, and on that they introduced the teams. and when I was introduced, Matthew Barry was reading jokes out of his phone for each team. Oh, wow, yeah, I think he had some help writing them. Yeah, yeah. I actually happened to know who wrote the joke about me. <gasps> it's fine. We don't have to name names, um, but so he he said, like Katie, this everyone be nice to her. This is new a new experience for her, not drafting, but being on tele- actually being on television, and I just you know. I made what I thought, it was a live show. So I made what I thought was a smart choice, which was I didn't quit back at him right away because mm-hmm. I have a tendency sometimes to say something that I think is really funny, but it ends up erring on the side of too mean. What? <laughs> I know, crazy, that's, but. I've had, Jay, yeah. have you had
3: that experience? Never once what? in my life. No, Jay. I don't. Think so <laughs> I don't
0: think that's fair. Uh, no, but it's just like a, a, I can be like, oh yeah, you want to bring it, and then I bring it too far. And then that was right at the beginning of the broadcast. Yeah. Everybody would have turned on me. So I just kind of gave him a look, and then I reminded him that I have an Emmy. Yeah.
3: That's an important. Emmy. You I should did. have you should have brung in your Emmy to the yeah. show.
0: I brought in it. Um or whatever. <laughs> brang. Uh, I brang it. I brong it.
3: He was so he brong. He was brong. He was, <laughs> brong. He was, he was very brong. brong about it. Uh but it was and really fun. It was it was a nice little chef's kiss at the end that you ended a up. Kiss. A kiss. Oh boy. I got an A plus. My team you got an A, got a plus. An a
0: a plus. Let's discuss because this is what um I prepped for that draft the way I would prep for Fantasy draft. I'm I'm famously really into highlighters, color coding, having all my my lists and I cross-reference and I put little notes in. I'll put X's next to people I'm reminding myself to avoid. Mm, that's a lot of Like X's. if Michael Floyd were still there, I'd just put big X's next to his name. Um but I, I just had like my okay, in this round you can take this guy or that like I just try to map it out as best as possible because you know, a lot of moving parts on live TV, you can't actually just sit there and prep your next pick you've got to interact you've got to banter you've got to make sure your hair looks okay and you're sitting up straight mom (laughs) always like sit up I'm looking at you you're slouching so I tried to prep as much as possible and everybody was laughing at me of like oh god it's really not that important and then I found out that like most people don't for this draft a most of the people don't really prep I mean most of them were are experts so they don't Draft the way we yeah, draft. Their
3: job is prepping. Yeah, and
0: they, they know that they're drafting. They're just picking players. I'm thinking about it like a league. I found out right before we started, we don't stay in this league and play all season. What? Yeah. Because you're only drafting, another thing I found out kind of late, two receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and a quarterback. So you're drafting six positions. You don't draft a bench, which might not sound like
3: defense, I
0: guess. Right. Or a kicker. Which might not sound that crazy, but when you've been drafting for years, that throws your whole strategy off. Yeah. Because normally I'll take like a running back and then probably a receiver or a running back with my second pick and then I'll go like receiver, running back, and you'll front load running backs because that tapers off very quickly Mm -hmm. and you want backup running backs and you look at bye weeks i had prepped by looking at their bye weeks it's not going to matter because i don't (laughs) have a bench so like i I, my thing was all thrown off i took a tight end with my second pick and i was also afraid because when you draft on tv to an audience that is clearly an engaged fantasy football audience Mm -hmm. if you do something stupid As a woman, it does not reflect well on women, which is an unfortunate truth. I wish I didn't have to. I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. And so I'm just saying that it's true. I don't agree with it, obviously. But if I were to do something dumb and take somebody, let's, I don't know, like if I were to take Pat Mahomes with the first (laughs) overall pick, people would be like, that woman doesn't know how fantasy drafts work. But I had the second pick. And before me was Adam Schefter.
3: And he took Patrick Mahomes with the first overall pick. Uh, I can't believe I, I, yeah, yeah. And I just look, cause
0: he was starting to give his whole speech when we started the draft and I looked over to my left and out loud on camera, I said, just shut up and pick Saquon. Like we get it. Yeah. And so I was between, uh, McCaffrey or Kamara, which we also got into a fight about Kamara, Kamara, And everyone says it's Kamara like Camaro, but I'm like, it feels like a Mario Mario situation. Mm, I know people who smarter, say you know? Mario And I'm not those people. I say Mario because I'm not a psychopath. (laughs) So I'm going to continue calling him Kamara, even though I know it's supposed to be. Anyway, it was between those two. And for whatever reason, I don't I didn't want Christian McCaffrey. So I was going to take Kamara. So I had my whole thing planned. Right. Because I got to say things on TV and I'm not a stat person. So I have all these notes of why I'm going to pick him. And then Schefter takes Mahomes. And so I'm like, well, now I got to take Barkley. And then Diana, who's got the third pick, is like, I'm going to get Camaro, which is who she wanted. It was a whole thing. He threw me off immediately. But I got him back a couple times. So the draft, it's a snake draft, goes around the table, comes back to me. And I'm overthinking, like I said, every pick I make might represent me wrong. But I'm like, look, it's going to come back to me. And since I'm the second pick and it's a snake, it's going to go me, Schefter, Schefter, me. And Schefter took a quarterback with his first pick pick overall I still think that's insane but whatever he got what he wanted so I'm like he's gonna make two crazy picks for his next picks and the other than running back I have Saquon Barkley some good other than that position tight end drops off the fastest Mm -hmm. like there's the big three this year and then there's like a lot of space and then there's the others so I'm like I want a good tight end somebody took with their first round pick I believe um, what's his face from the Chiefs Travis Kelsey so he was done And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, I want George Kittle, but I can't assume I can get him with my third pick because I got Schefter making two picks before I get my third pick. So I'm like, I'm going to do something crazy. And with the second pick of the draft for me, I'm going to take George Kittle. So I say that thinking everyone's going to be like, what? And instead Schefter goes, No! (laughs) And it was the most redeeming feeling because I'm like, yes! You wanted him! I over I thought I might have been overthinking it, because you know me, I Mm -hmm. overthink. And it was just so validating that it he
3: was pissed. He was like, I didn't think anybody would take George Kittle. There's a gif of that, and the your face is just like that's pure joy. I pushed away from the table, which is a you
0: you know in that moment I was not um I wasn't present in the draft because bad live TV is to move out of where your camera shot is. Right. But my natural reaction was to shove my chair away from the table and just be like, I did it. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. So then, um, then with my next pick, I took, um, it, and again, a reach. I took Adam Thielen because I, I was between Thielen or, um, was that my next pick? Whatever. I think it was. It might have been the one after that. But I took Thielen. I was between Thielen and Mike Evans, and I i don't know why I convinced myself that I wanted Adam Thielen, and I wasn't. He'd be gone by the time it came back to me, so I was just going to take him. Whatever. We're going crazy on this draft. And uh, Mike Clay, fantasy expert, like... All, everyone had been like throwing out stats to support people's picks, and I say Adam Thielen, and he just throws out like that's the dumbest pick, basically like destroys it. So then I'm like, yep, I did that thing where I, you know, you oh anyone who fantasy drafts gets to that point where they're like, I'm either gonna I, this decision might be the one that ruins the draft for me, mm-hmm. and as soon as I said it out loud, I'm like, you did it, you ruined your draft. But it ended up working out because the other receiver in Tampa, Chris Godwin, I had flagged as somebody I wanted. And you're not going to take both of them. So I took with my last pick, Chris Godwin, shoved that in, in Clay's face. And then Schefter <laughs> reacted that he wanted Chris Godwin, lifted his chair over his head. It was a beautiful thing. It was a really fun draft is the point. I know I just talked about a fantasy league for a long time. People are probably skipping ahead.
3: It was a lot of fun. I really think my fun. favorite part is when you broke some news, Oh God, which that's like a first I th- for you I think right I was so terrified you
0: know when you know of uh, a you're like I could do something right now that will be really funny high reward but it's also high risk <laughs> we're like if it's not funny or if the person doesn't think it's funny what then so in a split second Schefter told us in a commercial break that um that uh Andrew luck yep that's right that Andrew luck wasn't going to play in the preseason because of his ankle injury right, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like a whole thing. So he says it to us in the commercial break. I guess they had discussed that they were going to go to him at the top of the next block and he was going to say breaking news, yada, yada. So I didn't know that he was going to do that. So then they go to him with the news and I'm sitting next to Schefter while he's about to break news, which has never been a situation I've found myself <laughs> in before. And I turned to Diana and I was like, I kind of want to just say it like I want to scoop it. Cause this was after I had done the, Kittle thing and so I I was like I kind of just want to scoop it and you hear Diana say just do it like loudly (laughs) and I was like "Mm, I don't know oh so I'm like going back and forth in my head and I'm like you have a second to make this decision so he starts the sentence of like earlier today there was a conference call and they announced that so funny because when I heard Diana say just do it I thought she was like telling Schefter to hurry up I didn't realize that was (laughs) she was I was quietly because we were told that your mics are live this whole show So don't say anything that you don't want picked up on the mic. And so whenever I wanted to say something, like Dana and I were kind of passing notes, but this was so fast that I like covered my mic and leaned over to her and was like, I kind of want to break it. And then she goes, just
3: do it, like
0: loudly (laughs) into the mic. So he goes, there was a conference call, and they announced that. And as soon as he said that, my body just leaned into his camera shot and said, Andrew Luck's going to sit out the preseason. (laughs) And like, (laughs) Was the person? I know we don't say his name, but you're gonna have to leave it unbleeped. Or they're not gonna the man who shall not be named from this podcast. uh, Was the person sitting like directly across from me? Like I was looking at his face, and he like raised his hands to his head and laughed so hard and screamed like this is the best. And my instinct was just to hide under the table because I I looked at Schefter and I was like I'm so sorry because look I know it's a funny bit, but like that. Like, him and Woj, they're great sports. They're very funny. We love them. But that's their job. Their job is to break news. And, like, saying a story and attaching your name to it is currency. How many times have we seen in this industry, like, fights between insiders because someone forgets to credit someone else, like, where the scoop came from? The reason you see their names credited on the lower third, like, on the crawl on ESPN is because... That's how they make their money. That's mm-hmm. how they put their food on the tape. Their value is in, like, I found this story and shared it with the world. So I, I turned to him genuinely, and I was like, I am so sorry. And then he was, like, laughing and being a good sport about it. I hid under the table. Diana pat my head, which was funny. <laughs> she's like, you did it. You broke a story. Um, but then after, in the commercial break, I was like, hey, genuinely, uh, that I won't. It felt to me like it would be funny. I won't ever do that to you. You had already sent the tweet. So like your name was already attached to it, which made me feel like it was okay. But if it's not okay, you can tell me that. And he was like, stop. It's fine. (laughs) But I was just so stressed out about it because, you know, you don't want to take away from someone's moment. It was very fun to watch. It was, but also what went unnoticed is like, man, that's really sad for Andrew Luck. And I felt bad after, oh, I saw someone tweet is, like, yeah. wow, you guys are laughing at an injury. And I'm like, no, obviously we're not laughing at his injury, but it, we did probably not give as much time to the like, man, that really sucks for Andrew Luck thing. So man, that really sucks for Andrew Luck. Yeah, poor Andrew Luck. Yeah. It's a real bummer, but cool moment for me. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I did. That's where I've been. Did I do anything else that was interesting since our last podcast? Prom's not.
3: No, I don't think I did. Oh, that's fine. Hanging out with me last night wasn't interesting at all. That's fine. <laughs> no, what I meant work wise. Of course hanging out with you. Is this fun. is friendly
0: banter. We went down a road of um of uh n- of like oh, boy. late nineties, early two thousands, what even genre would heavy we call metal?
1: it? Not really
0: heavy metal, but kinda Media metal. Like Chevelle Ooh. and uh and um what's the one that I was like, This is the song I loved it. Uh, I hate everything about you, Why Do I Still Love You? Who sings that? Ugh. It was something with a three three days grace? It might be three days, Grace. We went down a hole while Steve and I were playing Rocket League, and Ashley was doing commentary in British, which was okay. What am I even (laughs) talking? We should get out of fun. We should get out of friendly banter. She was fantastic. We need to get
2: get out of friendly banter. She's
0: like the second call. Like blah blah blah. (laughs) Oh, thank you. But Jay, that you're in the the cage. You're in the cage, and you're not in friendly banter. Like we never ask you how your day's going. How's your day going?
2: It's good. Thanks for asking. Let's
0: get out of the cage. Okay. <laughs> lock the door behind you. That's the slogan of the cage. Uh, all right, now that, gonna, now that we've brung all the it
2: doesn't automatically lock. Could,
0: but you, it, it's the same key for the top lock and also for the handle. Uh, now that we've brung all the knowledge we need to brung in the in, it's been brought in. Um, do we have official Potter show business? I think we're on a normal schedule. Yeah. 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 Cool. Great. Nice. Nice. So tease, uh, today in the podcast, there's stuff written here, exciting, today in the podcast we're going to talk about that uh, Jay-Z NFL partnership, we got the women's national team equal pay update, Antonio Brown in his helmet and his feet, head to toes, <laughs> head to toe Antonio Brown news, uh, Mike Tyson smokes a lot of weed, yeah, <laughs> Uh Other things, other news stories. And then later, like I said, we're going to try to figure out the best fantasy football punishment. But before we get to that, today's podcast. Oh, not brought to you by anybody. We got one sponsor this (laughs) week. So uh, because Ashley loves me so much, Mm -hmm. she has eliminated the other two reads. And we're just going to do one singing ad read. So we're going to make it a really epic one. And it's one that we've been thinking about doing for a while. But I have said it's going to be so hard that Mm -hmm. I don't know if we should even try it. So we're going to try it. But then next week, (laughs) next week, we'll have zero sponsors on the podcast (laughs) because they'll be like, we don't want to be associated with this, but let's just get into the news. Oh, big news that I didn't put in the tease. That's how teases work. Uh, news from today, Demarcus Cousins reportedly out with allegedly, potentially an ACL tear. That's also a huge bummer. A huge bummer. Uh, Woj said, this is from Woj, credit to Woj. (laughs) Uh, Lakers (laughs) center DeMarcus Cousins has suffered a possible knee injury. Will undergo further testing today in LA. League sources tell ESPN. Part didn't feel necessary. Uh, Cousins was working out in Las Vegas on Monday and he had to leave the court. So, that sucks. It especially sucks because he was just working out. I know. That's such a bummer.
3: I know. And it sucks because it's his... Third big injury in the last two years, yeah, and he's on a one year deal, which
0: is one of those things that's really good for player empowerment with them being able to choose where they want to go. One year deals are great, but then you get an injury and if you're out for that whole year or the majority of that year, it's gonna be tough for you come contract time, yeah, next year. um like you said, he's had a bunch of other injuries. Obviously, last season he tore his left quad and he didn't come back from that until the finals. Um, And in February of 2018, he ruptured his Achilles, which is just, man, it's just a reminder that, like, your body is just a body. These athletes, they obviously are physical specimens, but there's only so much you can do. The limitations of the human body, like, that's tough. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but this summer, uh, uh, he sat down for an interview with Rachel Nichols. And was talking about the injury he was coming back from, which was the um, torn left quad. And he said, like, man, I, I just I was ready to quit. Yeah. And like when you say something like that coming out of an injury, it's because you're you're talking about a thing that happened. Like it already happened. And now I'm in a safe space where I can say, wow, for a second there, I really thought about quitting. Right. And now here he is with another injury right away. And it's just unfortunate that we happen to know that in the last injury he thought about quitting. So you gotta wonder like what's happening in his head now, mm-hmm. and what the Lakers are gonna do since they famously only have two people on the team, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, two really good people. Right. But again, it's just it's just them. I know and three dudes who played this. Oh no, that was the Knicks who drafted three.
3: Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, obviously, a lot of people were excited to see LeBron and Boogie play together. I, as our you know resident basketball expert, yes, tell us more. the last time that DeMarcus Cousins was healthy with Anthony Davis on the Pelicans, so like 2017-2018 season, it was like the best half of a season mm. that he's had. Not yeah. that I watched that many games when he played on the but Kings, basketball but you know, in general, I was excited to see more of that. Like he's so talented. And yeah. he's so fun to watch that like this just feels like I saw somebody tweeting I don't remember who it was. Like it may have been Ian Carmel. Like the league is just so much less fun without him in it.
0: Yeah. And that's I mean bummer. his name's Boogie. So it's like <laughs> you can't not be fun if your name's Boogie. Booger. Yeah. That's a that could go either way. If your name's Booger, you're like you could be the fun guy, or you could just be it could be like, Why are we calling you Booger? You're a grown. For me man. it's
3: always option B.
0: Why are we calling you Booger? Always, why are we
3: calling you Booger? It's like, if
0: your parents didn't do this to you, you chose this? <laughs> is Boog Shiambi short for Booger? Like, has he taken a nickname and nicknamed it? Like, do I think we have two Boogers, and there might even yeah, be a third an, Booger. It
2: it's a nickname. His name is John.
0: Yeah, I know, but is, his, is, it, is Boog short for Boogie or Booger? This feels important.
2: Shambi's nickname, Boog, was given to him uh, owing to his physical resemblance to former Major League player Boog Powell. So it's not
0: short for so it's just straight up Boog. Wow, all this time I've thought it was like, well, we already have a booger, so I'm going to go by Boog. <laughs> but no, that's unfair of me. Let's set the record straight here on this podcast. Uh-huh. Boog is just Boog. It's a nickname, unrelated meaning, to mucus. Has nothing to do with mucus <laughs> or with dancing. <laughs> So was the guy that the nickname was after you said was Boog? Boog Powell. And so was Boog Powell's given legal name Boog?
2: No, Boog Powell's name was John Wesley Powell. What's with the Johns? And <laughs> They're so boring. He received no the offense, nickname Johns. Boog from his father. Okay. As Powell explained, in the South, they call little kids who are often getting into mischief buggers, and my dad shortened it to Boog. Wow.
0: Okay. Okay, that makes a so lot more sense. So it's short for Bugger Buggershiambi. I think Bug is a
3: cute nickname.
0: Yeah, but love- Boog is the name. Yeah. Which sounds like, again, a nasal product, <laughs> but all right. Did we use any of those when you – yeah, I called you Booger McFarland. You called me a ex- lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. It was nice of you. Behind these nasal eyes. Yeah, um the best. <laughs> 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 all right. So that's DeMarcus Cousins uh, wishing him all the best. Glad I didn't scoop Woj on that. Again, that story came from Woj. Next story. Also a fun one. Um, Talks between the U.S. women's national team and U.S. soccer have broken down. They were famously in mediation uh, to try to figure out this whole equal pay issue. And as of Wednesday, um, it's been that, you know, they came out with statements to say that their attempts to mediate the dispute has broken down. And a spokesperson for the players said that they eagerly look forward to a jury trial. Uh, Molly Levinson, who is a spokesperson for the women's team, said, "Quotes: this is the women's team statement. It's clear that USSF, including its board of directors and president Carlos Cordero, fully intend to continue to compensate women players less than men. They will not succeed. We want all of our fans, sponsors, peers around the world and women everywhere to know we are undaunted and will eagerly look forward to a jury trial, which... You know, I don't think anybody eagerly looks forward to going to court, but I get what she's saying. It's that we're not backing down and we're going to look at the facts together because this is a debate that has been going on without a lot of facts because you can't reveal your side's position. Right. um, Because that's not good tactics. USSF also put out a statement, which I'll read some of here. uh, Quote, we have said numerous times that our goal is to find a resolution, and during mediation we had hoped we would be able to address the issues in a respectful manner and reach an agreement. Unfortunately, instead of allowing mediation to proceed in a considerate manner, plaintiffs' counsel took an aggressive and ultimately unproductive approach that follows months of presenting misleading information to the public in an effort to perpetuate confusion. End quote. Um, I'll just say on a personal level, I don't appreciate the use of respectful and considerate in that statement. It kind of makes it sound like the women asking for what they want are being rude in doing so. I just don't think that's entirely necessary. And also um, saying that they're presenting misleading information to the public in an effort to perpetuate confusion could be something that you said about U.S. soccer, given that a month or so ago they put out a uh earnings statement or whatever it was, the fact sheet mm-hmm. that basically alleged, thanks to the headline they gave it, that they pay women more than they pay men, which once it was broken down by... Everyone in the media and also the men's soccer team who put out their own statement uh, is not true and was lacking a ton of facts and numbers. So I think what we've found with this whole situation, as sick as we are of talking about it, we're also, it's our job and, and it's a fight that's ongoing. I think what we've learned is that what's lacking in the public conversation is like the info, the actual info, not the info in a sense. That's like, here's how I'm going to use these numbers to benefit my argument. And here's how I'm going to change those numbers or omit those other numbers to make my point. Like, I I think the good of the jury trial will be that we will get all the information on both sides. And then, uh, suppose like an impartial group will be able to take that information and decide what to do. Because this is complicated. No one wants to get in the weeds of reading the two different CBAs because, as a reminder, the men's team and the women's team have two different collective bargaining agreements with U.S. soccer. And the women are paid uh, a base salary, whereas the men are paid per game. And the women have maternity leave and the men don't. So like, there's like things that are different, and it's comparing apples to oranges. And it always brings out of the woodwork those people who are just like, Nobody watches the women. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It's just always those same. It's the same argument with every women's sport. When women ask for more money, they get told that they don't deserve what the men make because they don't bring in as much stuff. Like that's. I think we need to find out what it is we're arguing. What it is is being fought, so that we can you can win. Because right now it's just a bunch of people who don't have information yelling at each other, mm-hmm. which is a blast. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> it's been such a fun story to follow. I
2: also like Colin Coward's show.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is you are eagerly awaiting, awaiting this jury, jury trial. trial I guess so <laughs> like I saw Kristen Press and Megan Rapino did the Today Show today and I, I watched it even though all the headlines were like Megan Rapino on the Today Show I'm like, excuse me that one's named Kristen Press say her name <laughs> um but you know as a person who is is I would say if I'm picking a side I'm on the side of the women I I watched that and I'm like I'm not learning any new information they're being asked questions that they can't answer because they're they're you don't reveal your position publicly because then it gives the upper hand to your opponent. So it's just, I'm sick of us talking about it without being able to talk about it. And hopefully the jury trial will give us stuff to talk about. And hopefully people who yell so loudly on one side or the other will do the work and actually read up on what it is we're discussing once we're allowed to have that information. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and believe and have some faith in the general public (laughs) despite all evidence. To the contrary, but that that we'll all do our homework and and find out what's really going on and what uh, the women are fighting for. Equal pay. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. Uh, To Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Woo! So last week we talked about the foot problems. He went into a cryotherapy chamber, right? I don't know why I have so much trouble
3: saying that word.
0: And I have trouble because I thought I knew what it was. And as soon as you didn't, I was like, well, now I don't. I'm not your head. I am. So uh, his feet are falling off, essentially. (laughs) He's got some foot issues. And look, as a woman who's worn heels and then tried to put any shoe on the next day, I understand a foot issue can really mess you up
3: seriously. Once I hit
0: my 30s, it became the balls of my feet that were the real problem. Like, it it just for three days, it would be like, oh, putting pressure on the ball of my foot at all really hurts. And the second day, it was like, I don't have a ball of my foot. It's numb. There's nothing there. And then the third day was like, we're coming back. And then by day four, you're like, I'm ready. And then if, God forbid, you have to put heels on again, you're like, my God! So anyway, I get the foot stuff, is what I'm saying. But the helmet stuff was a little bit confusing to me. Mm -hmm. So last week, right, Schefter came out and said, like, Uh, that uh, Antonio Brown has said, first it was like he's having issues with his helmet, he wants to play with his old helmet. And then he came out and said, if he can't play with his old helmet, the one he likes, he will not play. Mm -hmm. Which everybody was like, excuse me? (laughs) Because that's an insane, like, hello, I'm not going to play anymore if I can't have this specific helmet. Um, And of course, because the narrative around Antonio Brown is with all the drama of him leaving the Steelers last year and all of that he's just seen as a diva and then he's got the foot thing and he's just kind of seen as this loose cannon which is a thing that we do as soon as somebody in the NFL gets too successful and we don't like it but well, that's neither here nor there because that's the narrative around him when this started to come out people were just like alright that's that's enough it's like the straw that broke the camel's back Of like Antonio Brown is nuts like let's not listen to him he's not going to be useful or valuable anymore The Steelers fans were like we did the right thing mm-hmm. he's clearly a, a nutcase But um, I actually think – this whole helmet thing confused me, and I wanted to dive in on it, and we will a little bit, just to give some background to it. Because I'm like, what does he mean he wants his old helmet? Like, I don't get it. Why are they making him wear a new helmet? What are the differences in the helmets? Was the other helmet unsafe? Like, what's going on? Because – Like I was just saying when we talked about boogie, like an athlete only has so many tools available to them to be the best at their job. Um, And if there's a specific type of glove you like to wear or helmet you wear that you've always worked with and then you're told you can't, we might think helmet, who cares? Everyone's wearing one. So wear one like everyone else. To Antonio Brown, is like, look, why not fight for my ability to keep this thing that I like working with? Whether it's the other one's too tight or whether it shields his vision in a different way or the chin strap is hitting him, it, either anything. It doesn't really matter what his issue with the helmet is. What matters is he wants to wear this helmet. Why can't he? Why isn't he allowed to say that? We made it a big deal because it's him, but I wanted to know what the situation was. So, Ash, you kind of dug in on it and explained it in a way that made a lot of sense to me. The most basic way
3: for me to understand is that there is a committee called the National Operating Committee on Standards for Athletic Equipment. Nice and brief. Yeah. It's it's really the to dumb it down, the NOC S A E. Not any easier. <laughs> yep. Now just, uh, <laughs> pledge that frat. Anyways, so their job is to make sure that all the sports equipment used in like the NCAA and the NFL and all these leagues or whatever is safe for athletes. It's like up to this. They have like a standard. They do. They have a standard. They have requirements for testing,
0: yada, yada. Although it's important to note that they still put a warning sticker on every single helmet that's used in the NFL that says like nothing about this helmet is going to keep you from getting an injury. So just a heads up. (laughs) So I was like, no OK, intended. yeah, right. Like it, it passes its standard, but its standard doesn't mean you're good. It just means like we're OK with this one, but you need to be OK with it not working.
3: <laughs> so carry on. So they they have a blanket rule that any equipment that is 10 years or older is you can't use it. Right. So just because of it, it could
0: still be a fine helmet, but it's 10 years old. And they've set that as the limit of like once something is 10 years or older, you can, it's like with makeup. People tell you you're only supposed to use your Wait, mascara what? for like however many months. And I was like, I'm going to keep it until it's gone. So imagine you had a committee telling you being yeah. like, I you know this to, is you your favorite throw mascara. That mascara away.
3: God, I can't continue this metaphor. So relatable. It's such a girl thing. And so that's basically what happened. It's a woman. Antonio thing. Brown had been using this helmet since, well, I think it was made in 2009. And they're like, it's not unsafe. It's just 10 years old, so you can't use it. He tried other brands. I don't think they make them anymore.
0: Yeah, they don't. So I think what I saw is they stopped making that helmet. Because people before Antonio Brown were having to phase out their helmets, I assume, because they were getting close to 10 years old. So they like stopped making that type of helmet and started Mm -hmm. making other helmets. So they're like not making those ones anymore. So he can't just say, I want one that isn't 10 years old. I want like a brand new version of this helmet because
3: they don't make them. Exactly. So he didn't like any of the new helmets. What? The committee in the NFL ultimately said, It's like, okay, if you can find this same brand, but a newer model, you can use that this year. Mm. And so he sent that tweet that was like,
0: If anybody has. He said, I'm looking for a shut uh, air advantage adult large helmet that was manufactured in 2010 or after. In exchange, I will trade a signed practice worn Raiders helmet, which is like, (laughs) I'll give you this thing I don't want. I wonder
3: if it's the Steelers one with the spray paint.
2: That's I love really that he funny. said adult large. It is really funny.
3: But I mean that's important. You know, an adult medium might so basically he same. wants the same type of helmet that does exist
0: after twenty ten, but he can't buy because they're not making the twenty nineteen version of it now. Exactly. He just and needs got it to one. be less and he did? He it. Oh, good. He got so it. So now
3: he's he's good. Congratulations, Antonio Brown.
0: Tom Brady also being forced to wear a new helmet this season, probably under a similar rule but we're not making a big deal out of it because he's not somebody that we've branded as not worth listening to so he said he's been experimenting with a couple different ones he doesn't really love the one he's in but he doesn't have much of a choice
3: well he yeah just he,
0: two different approaches to the same problem I and mean, i have to suck it up or i don't have to suck it up and i don't think we should fault either of them for
3: taking their positions yeah i, I don't think so either it's but that's something that's really important like you said athletes equipment is like crucial to how they do their job and their entire lives so i i respect it i like that Antonio Brown like filed an official grievance. Yeah, and it was I mean, his appeal was denied. Right, but, but he, he fixed, tried, and so not? then he like found an alternative. So because I
0: think a lot of the of all the things we're talking about surrounding this story, no one's really. I've I've seen some people say, "Well, it's a safety thing." We're always talking about head injuries. It's a head injury safety thing. It's like it's not really kind of it is, but it isn't yeah. really. And I think Antonio Brown might possibly be saying, if your if your standards are kind of BS, yeah then why do I have to follow them? Right. Like if I have to put a helmet on and he didn't say any of this, I'm just thinking what he could possibly have thought if I'm going to put a helmet on that has a warning on it, that says this isn't going to prevent a head injury anyway, anyway, then why do I have to wear the one you've deemed for whatever reason is okay and mm-hmm. mine isn't like, you know, or we could all just do what Katie Nolan has been saying from the beginning of time, which oh, is boy. get rid of helmets and the NFL gets a lot safer. Mm.
3: You're Rugby not going to hit a
0: guy as hard if you know that he doesn't have a helmet on.
3: Or you don't have a helmet on.
0: <laughs> a helmet, yeah. A helmet provides this false sense of safety that isn't, clearly is not there. Mm-hmm.
3: So maybe we don't. I did read that they're going to start doing different tests on helmets this no. uh committee. Yep, that's right. Um, Naoketai. Where they try to do tests that more accurately. Noxay. Yeah, the Noxay. Yeah. Uh That more accurately uh simulate like an NFL hit. Mm. And so everybody's going to have so to change up Here in the year 2019,
0: their... we're finally going to simulate an NFL hit mm-hmm. on the thing that's supposed to withstand the force of an NFL hit. Correct. How brilliant. What a brilliant idea that is. Mm-hmm. Here in the year of our Lord, 2019.
3: So everybody's helmets
0: are going to be different next year. Great. Probably. Awesome.
2: We am really happy that the internet was good. You know what I mean? Like if Antonio Brown didn't have Twitter and this was a problem in like 19. 19- Eighty something. He'd
0: have to pick up a phone like, and call like somebody. Put a newspaper somebody, put an ad. Out. In paper, yeah.
2: Like, hey, who has this? Wanted
0: helmet? a helmet, <laughs> an adult, an adult, adult large, large helmet for a man. Anyway. Uh, all right. Speaking of the NFL, Jay Z and the NFL have entered into uh, a partnership. Rock Nation uh, and the NFL announced it on Tuesday. Um, the partnership, it's kind of vague, but the NFL announced it's going to give Rock Nation uh, significant power in choosing the performers for the league signature events, including the halftime show. Um, and that Jay-Z and Rock Nation will also help augment the NFL social justice initiatives, developing content. This is from Jamel's article. Um, uh, augment the NFL social justice initiatives by developing content and spaces where players can speak about the issues that concern them. Um, or as Bomani put it. Uh, Rock Nation will also amplify the league's Inspire Change initiative, which could be roundly described as, quote, social justice stuff. <laughs> um, Inspire Change, is important to note, is the the thing that came out of the Players Coalition and the NFL. Remember when there was like Eric Reid and Colin Kaepernick and then there was Malcolm Jenkins and the Players Coalition and yep. they agreed to that Inspire Change initiative. I'm not I don't. It's hard to find information on what exactly is happening, how much money is there, where that money's going, how funds are being spent. But I will say it feels a lot like when the NFL does like, oh, we have a domestic violence thing everyone's talking about. So we're going to do this no more partnership. And then a couple of years later, you find out that all the things they said they were going to do kind of fell apart. And when people stopped talking about them, the NFL was happy to just say, well, we don't need to do that anymore. Right. So I don't know, allegedly, I'm just saying. I've heard inspire change, but I haven't seen any change and it's not inspiring me. So I'm not really sure what's happening anyway. um, I don't think the public reacted to this announcement the way that either Jay-Z or the NFL thought the public would react to this announcement. Um, how so? Uh, let's start here with a disclaimer. Uh, three white people here talking about this. So I would encourage you to go read. There's a lot of really good opinion pieces and even just scroll through Twitter. Uh, people of color and what their opinions are. We will mostly be amplifying things that I've read that they've said. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is a it's an issue uh, that affects a community. Look, Kaepernick's whole thing with kneeling was to bring attention to police brutality um, in the United States. That was his point. Um, and, and it's police brutality against a community, which is people of color. And so, uh, it's important to not forget that. And I know I, even as I say that, that a lot of people have forgotten that it somehow became about the flag, which question mark. But, um, so it, it the main reaction that I saw was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like what, what is this? Jay-Z? Um, Because, you know, famously in 2018 when he performed on SNL, Jay-Z wore a Kaepernick jersey. Uh, He also, in apeshit, had the lyric about how he said no to the Super Bowl. You need me, I don't need you. Which I think is important for Jay-Z to remember. Still rings true in this partnership. When I heard it announced, I'm like, I can see the benefit for the NFL. I don't really see the benefit for Jay-Z other than potentially opening a door for himself towards ownership in the future. Which would be great, but again, is less about benefiting a community and more about benefiting Jay-Z. Also, Jay-Z told Travis Scott not to perform at the Super Bowl. Um, Jay-Z addressed that in his comments because people were asking him about Kaepernick. Uh, I should mention also, Jay-Z did not speak to Colin Kaepernick before um, signing this deal or Mm -hmm. making this deal with the NFL. Um, He said on Wednesday, Jay-Z, that he spoke to Kaepernick on Monday, but he would not divulge how their conversation went. I believe it's been divulged. It didn't go good. It did not go well. Uh, Jamel wrote a source close to Kaepernick, speaking on the condition of anonymity, said it was not a good conversation. (laughs) So Jay-Z addressed that. Let me see if I have the quote, because if not, I'll just have to try to remember what he said. Um, But he basically said that the reason he told um, Travis Scott not to perform wasn't because um, he didn't want him participating in anything associated with the NFL. It was because it was playing second fiddle to Maroon 5.
3: What? Wow. Yeah, that's what he said. I did not see that.
0: Yeah. Quote. Ironically, one of the people who asked him not to perform, yada 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 yada, uh but yesterday the Rock Nation founder said he told Scott he shouldn't perform because he'd be playing, quote, second fiddle, end quote, to Maroon Five. It had nothing to do with Kaepernick. So, I mean, I think look, I think it's a complicated topic. I think it's also difficult because look, we let we let billionaire white dudes. Do things that don't represent all white people or don't, you know, they don't always have to be expected to help their community. It's a a thing we talked about with the draft a second ago that I was in where I'm like, every decision I make represents all women. And Mm -hmm. like, that sucks. And look, we can all just acknowledge that that sucks, but also that it's the way that it is. And so you you have to keep that in mind. And I don't want to criticize Jay-Z because... Black billionaire, like, get there. Do that. Black owner of an NFL team, get there. Do that. Like, those are things that we want. But I think that um, this is just really complicated because the best point that I heard, I was talking with Kayla about this earlier. The best thing that I heard was, like, you can't say, like, Jay-Z's thing that he keeps saying is, like, it's not, we need to move on from the kneeling. Um, And I've seen a lot of people say, but you didn't kneel. So how can you say that it's time to move on from kneeling? Right. I think Jay-Z's point was like, look, he kneeled to bring attention to an issue. So now instead of talking about the kneeling, we need to talk about the issue and what we're going to do next. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think a lot of people were just like, yeah, but you're doing it with the NFL and you wouldn't be entering into this partnership about social justice and change with the NFL if Kaepernick hadn't knelt on an NFL field like Everyone who's asking, like, how could you do this without talking to Kaepernick? The response, the argument on the other side of that is like, well, it's not all about Kaepernick. Like, the he didn't kneel to get himself a job. He didn't kneel about himself. It was about this issue. And Jay-Z's focused on the issue. But I think the counterpoint to that is like, okay, Jay-Z, then go get into it. Enter into a social justice deal with, like, law enforcement. Like, go right. to the actual source. The only reason the NFL's involved at all is because Colin Kaepernick knelt on that field, on their turf. And now he's not allowed to return to that turf or even be given an opportunity to return to that turf because he kneeled. And so now to be like, well, I'm going to enter a social justice partnership with the NFL, but it's not about Kaepernick. It's not really you can't say that because it wouldn't the opportunity wouldn't exist if Kaepernick didn't happen. And obviously the win for the NFL is they can point to a a very well-respected and connected member of the black community and say, we got this guy. Jay Z says we're okay. Mm-hmm. Jay Z's going to be making the halftime shows. He's going to be working with us on social justice partnerships. So, wh- black people, you can't say that we're not doing it all. We got a popular black person. It sounds to me like the other owners being like, "Well, good. We don't have to do it now. Jay Z's going to take care of right. it." Right. And that's not how this works. Like they just keep outsourcing this to people and then using their fame and their clout to make the NFL look like they're doing something. And I it, I hope that they are. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we look back on this and it's like, you idiot. They actually did all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that we're going to be able to see um, probably underrepresented or unknown um, artists in, in maybe not the Super Bowl halftime show, but like the other shows they do. Yeah. Because, you know, the people that were picking it before – <laughs> weren't in touch with what a uh, certain communities listen to. So I think that'll be a good thing, but is it worth this weird alienation of, of your community and the message? I, I feel like
3: JC is JC. Well, JC. I was like, Jesus, this is not about in sync right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the best, absolute best case scenario is he takes what passion he had for inspire change adds to the fuel of all the negative reaction this announcement got and actually accomplishes something over the course of the next year, like tangible things that we can look at. And he can be like, look, I did this for a reason. Yeah, Like I have this clout because I am somebody who cares about this community and I'm taking a bad situation and turning it into something awesome. Look at all these great things we've done. Like that would be, that would be really nice. And then also more entertaining halftime shows. Yeah, for
0: sure. We definitely need that. Uh, I would encourage you guys to read Jamel Hill's article in the Atlantic and Bomani's uh, in the undefeated just to start. Like they're both very, they bring up really interesting points. Like Jamel speaks to the kind of the thing I was saying before is what made me think that Um, I under, she said, quote, I understand that uh, to become hip hop's first billionaire, Jay-Z didn't always have the luxury of avoiding relationships and partnerships with people he disagreed with or disliked. It's an important thing. I think people forget, like, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, this guy don't associate with this guy. It's like, well, That's limiting my ability to get to where like we don't limit other people's ability to work with them. And now I can't work with the NFL. How am I going to get to the same level of clout that all these guys who can work with whoever they want get to? And she said she addresses that. And then she says, but in this case, Jay-Z isn't getting enough out of the deal to justify the sacrifice of some of his credibility. So that's at least you know where she stands. And I know a lot of people stand with her. Um, And Bomani's best point, I think, was that he said, quote, but no nonprofit can succeed unless it's clear that those behind it care about its aims and the NFL has done little to engender that trust. You can announce that you're going to be working and trying to build up communities and try to do stuff about anything, but your own league is showing that like a guy who says, hey, police brutality is a problem. You say, thanks for letting us know, but you did it in the wrong way. And so now – I don't know if he's good enough to be a quarterback. I mean, I've seen some pretty bad quarterbacks, so I would say he probably is. But you can't even try. He's and I, they settled their lawsuit with him about him being blackballed. Not saying that's an admission of guilt. I'm just saying it. The fact is, they settled their lawsuit with him. So, an interesting topic that we are not equipped to discuss. <laughs> but we tried our best. Do we have a "but we tried our best" sound drop? We should get one of those. Uh, I'll, I'll
2: look work into on it, it for it. next time. Yeah, yeah, no problem.
0: But you know what's better than one billionaire, Jay Z. A bunch or none. That's what's the funny thing is it's like the young people conversation now has turned to like there shouldn't be any billionaires. A billionaire is a, it means that the system is flawed. If somebody can accrue a billion dollars while someone else can't is living paycheck to paycheck or even worse than that, then there's a problem. And so Jay-Z being like, what's better than one billionaire, two billionaires. And the kids are like zero billionaires. <laughs> zero billionaires is better than one. Um oh lots of fun let's put a fun one in the middle here before we get into that other one. Um Aaron Rodgers wants Lambo to slash beer prices in order to get fans more into
3: the game. What's wrong? Your mouth is open. She's yes, got something to say. I've been thinking about it. Like they were specifically talking about noise level. Yeah. Like he wants Lambo, which I thought I right? thought you think that they're probably was... up there.
0: It's so it's like the Seahawks and the Chiefs I think have like the two loudest stadiums. Yep. And some of this has to do with stadium design.
2: Yeah, because Mm.
0: Foxborough was one of the first stadiums when that one of the last stadiums. Sorry, that was built before that new architectural revolution of if you build it kind of like a A like it closes almost at the top. Yeah, like it arcs in a little bit. Like that that will keep the sound inside. Mm -hmm. So like Foxborough is built wide open, and the sound just goes right out. Like you, it doesn't get that crazy loud. They try, but it doesn't. But like so part of it is engineering which as i said i'm like you actually don't know any more information on that don't bring that up but it happened. But Lambo <laughs> we tried uh, our
2: best. Lambo the best i got. That's, I don't that's, a sound that's really yet. thank you so
0: much yep. you worked on it. Um so yeah i thought the same thing when i saw Lambo i'm like i thought they had crazy fans. Did you know it's only benches there? There's no seat backs? Nope.
2: I think that's super cool. There
3: might be a well, that's seat a i actually don't think there's a seat idea. back there. Either way, there's no individual seats. It is you are on a bench. Okay, yeah. So the, the seat back is very important. You cannot sit comfortably. Without I don't a think there is one, but back. I really don't remember.
2: Isn't the point to get the fans to stand up so that they cheer? Probably, Standing, but is up it
0: working? That long is
3: tiring. I interrupted you. Did you have more to say? Yeah, I know that drinking more beer um, makes people talk louder. That's for sure. But like, it should, also, I don't actually,
0: we should make sure tonight. We should try tonight. I think we should. We should do just a study do experiment. on our own of, of, if we were good journalists. Yeah. Let's do our, do let's do our due diligence and drink 10 beers tonight and we, find out <laughs> if we get louder. I would die.
3: You would not die. I you'd would be just, di- be I, fine. how much time do I have? Um, two hours. Okay. I, four hours, I, 10 yeah. beers, four hours. Okay. We'll talk about this later. It makes people talk louder. We'll talk yeah. about it later. Certainly. We'll talk about it later over, over beers. beers and, <laughs> and more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes. you talk louder, and more. but then people also just get like sloppy and slurry and like pass out and mean, yeah, and, fight-y. and so it's like if that's a very that's a very. Tenuous tightrope you're walking there, A-Rod. Eh,
0: Let's go ahead and give his full quote because I think this is also one of those things where we want to talk about a story. But his actual quote was, I'm up for anything that's going to get the fans as loud as possible. Maybe slash some beer prices or something would be a good idea. He wasn't like, I'm now today launching my campaign. Lambo should have dropped their beer price. He just was like, Inspire I don't know, make beer cheaper. That'll get the people going. Give them what they want. Mm. Um, for context, domestic beers at Lambo were selling for eight twenty-five for a sixteen-ounce can last year. Um, that's not terrible. Sixteen-ounce cheap, I feel can. like for an yeah. NFL stadium. That's well, because we live in New York City, and we're yeah. like, oh man, eight twenty-five. I'd go there.
3: Yeah. Uh, compared <laughs> to the,
0: better? let's compare it let, nationally. Let's not have an East Coast bias. Compared the uh, the per ounce price with other teams, the Packers are eighteenth in the league, so it's fifty-two cents per ounce for the Packers. According to Food and Wine, who knew that they dabbled in also beer? (laughs) Um, They are 10 cents off of the seven way tie for cheapest beer per ounce in the league, Um, which goes to it's a seven way tie between the Broncos, Ravens, Texans, Falcons, Lions, Cardinals, and Bengals.
2: So if they have the cheapest all beer, all football teams I want
3: to watch, and they do
2: not, yeah. have, they do not have the. That's loudest a great fans. point. Was like, well,
0: actually, wasn't it the was it the Falcons or the Cardinals who famously had to pump noise into the stadium and got caught doing that? I believe it was the Cardinals. Cardinals, I think. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I mean the Falcons fans are pretty loud, but
2: yeah, Ugh.
0: doesn't the Falcons also do that? Like really, they have a really cheap menu. Yeah,
2: they have that special thing. Oh, we talked nice. about it on the podcast. We did.
0: Think. I just don't remember. I black it all out.
2: Go look it up. Denver's Loud. (laughs) Go look up our old podcast. Denver's Loud, but they're,
0: uh, they're, yeah, go listen to every episode till you find it. Um, Their stadium does the curve thing, mile high, because I remember walking up to my seat and being like, I'm going to fall backwards. (laughs) I didn't. I I maintained. Thank goodness. Um, Also could only drink uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade up there. That was all the, you know, the hawkers who come out into the, that high up, all they were selling was Cherry Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, I've seen a gif of that. The Tall Boys. Yep. Big pounders. A tall boy
2: of Mike's hard lemonade? Cherry. Delicious. God,
0: yeah. you I drank have the about worst three. headache in the world <laughs> the
2: next day? Well, yeah,
0: because we lost. The Patriots lost. Not we. You're not on the team, idiot. All right, really fast. We're going to do um, just a story that I had missed until I heard Mina talking about it. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about Mina being in the booth. Hey, guys, Mina was in the booth. That's an important thing. Mina, my love- was in the booth for the Rams during the Rams Raiders preseason game. I know you might have seen me on Twitter and or Instagram just <laughs> flooding your feed with um, positivity and support and telling you that we needed to watch the game. Um, someone from the Rams front office emailed me to tell me that it was great that we were doing that. And thanks for all the promotion. Um I know that I had said we could watch it on Game Pass, which ended up being incorrect. Game Pass was using the other booth, which had Beth Moens in it. So shout out to the fact you could not avoid a woman if you wanted to watch this <laughs> random preseason game. Um But I want to say two things. Number one, Mina actually told me yesterday that going into it, she had been... A, not it wasn't a primary concern but in the back of her mind was like man i'm gonna no matter how well this goes i'm really not looking forward to the part where i'm just getting a bunch of negative stuff online from the kinds of people who just react negatively to the news of a woman in the booth and she said actually because you sent so many insane tweets every my mentions were flooded with positivity and i like i couldn't even find any of the bad stuff Oh my god! and i was like that is a huge shout out to anyone listening to this podcast or who follows me on twitter or instagram that like did that because it it You might have been like, oh, no big deal. But it was great. Uh, I was embarrassed because people started tagging her in like my nine tweet thread. And I was like, no, don't. She doesn't. (laughs) It's not for her to see. I'm just making sure (laughs) you guys know how to find the game. Um, So but and the second thing I want to say is that this week she's she flew this morning to Hawaii. So she is in Hawaii for the game. And that game's going to be on NFL Network. And her booth is going to be the booth. So we all need to make sure we do the exact same thing this week. We show up. It'll be a lot easier to find it. Last week, I did tell you I'd find you an easy way, and I didn't. So make sure that you go watch Mina. And the reason that I'm bringing Mina up now is because she talked about this story when she was uh, hosting High Noon this week about... Real quick, that is Saturday
3: at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's correct. So it is Saturday you can at 10 DVR p.m. Eastern. Actually,
0: you can't DVR it. You <laughs> must watch it. Look me in the eye and tell me you're going to watch it. I will drink every coffee and watch it. Well, you don't have to. Don't tell me. And don't look me in the eye and say you're going to drink every coffee. Okay, now you drink you're- most of the coffees and you'll and watch, watch it. it. Guys, if Ashley's going to stay up, you're going to stay up. 10 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Anyway, point is, I don't know if it's Sowers or Sowers. I should have looked it up. But Kate Sowers, I'm going to assume, she's a female coach who um, coaches for the 49ers. She told Christine Leahy on Christine Leahy's FS1 show, Fair Game, um, on Tuesday that another team in the league, before she got hired by the 49ers, refused her employment despite really liking her because it wasn't ready to have a woman on staff. Uh, Her quote was, quote, he said they were actually shocked by how much they really liked me. Always nice to hear. Uh, And said they would love to maybe open up opportunities for me down the road. But at that moment, they weren't ready to have a female on staff. Uh, End quote. Then another quote, she says, the unnamed team executive went on to say that one of the coaches came up to him and said, where are we going to put her desk? He said, (laughs) he said, where we put everyone else's desk. But that was another indicator to him that this organization is far from being ready. What it sounds like there is like an unnamed executive at whatever team this was, because she didn't name them. And to be clear, it was not the 49ers. She mm-hmm. does coach for the 49ers. She's an offensive assistant. Um, that person was trying to say, like, look, I just don't think they're all ready. Like, even a coach came up to me and was like, where would we put her desk? And I was like, we're going to put it where we put all the other desks. But that, to me, just showed that, like, that coach isn't ready to work with a woman. So you understand, right? And it's like, excuse me, unnamed executive. You're an executive. <laughs> I think we let like people in power get away with because we can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Like you as a person can relate to like, man, I've worked with people who are ignorant and can't do anything to change their minds. But that, we're not relating to an executive. An executive gets to tell you what your mind is and you either agree or you don't. You leave the organization. That's so, their job. Right. So for an executive to be like, man, I like you, but everyone else seems kind of like a bigot. So I don't think we're ready. Like then tell them not to be bigoted. You're in charge. You're an executive. So execute not don't murder but like you right, know, right, right. get yeah, things yeah. done. But I just found that to be really fun and exciting. Although, you know, to her credit Kate said on the show that she she appreciated the honesty. She thinks a lot of people are too afraid to just say, "Look, it's not about your abilities. It's mm-hmm. yeah, we don't want a woman." And she's like, "I at least I didn't have to walk away from that thinking Which, I wasn't qualified." Here's the
3: thing though, that's like illegal in terms of employing yeah, totally. hiring yeah. practices. Yeah. You can't discriminate based on gender. gender yeah. All kinds of other stuff, but you can discriminate based on not knowing where to put a desk. I mean, Ashley, you can understand Well, I mean, are they optionional because where that would could they put really the throw desk? a wrench in a
0: ever wrench since in you found box. out the word "topional" was a word in Vegas, she's like, Katie, okay, <laughs> we have four pools at this hotel and one of them's topional. And I was like, I don't I don't need to ask it's what that so means. so bizarre. Anyways, yeah, so that's the whole thing. And then Ohio State's attempting to trademark the word "the." Do you think they have to pronounce it the for it to, to the I think they're probably not going to be able to trademark it. That's what I think because it's the. So it's tough to trademark because at any time I write <laughs> the on anything. And oh, we said we teased this. So I just have to say it. Mike Tyson said that he smokes about $40,000 worth of weed a month. $40,000
3: worth of weed.
0: Yeah, we really don't have time to elaborate. But I'm going to go ahead and say I think Mike Tyson is either almost dead or uh, paying way too much for weed.
3: On his ranch, like his weed you, ranch. You
0: don't know if Mike Tyson is just out here not knowing how much a, a bunch of weed is worth and he's just, someone's like, oh, this is about 40 grand. And he's like, done, paid, I'm Mike Tyson. They said
3: it was 10 tons of weed. 10 tons. Oh, so then we do know. So he has a weed, ra- I know we don't have time, but he has a weed ranch That's- and like, depending on how many people are there, they go through 10 tons of well, it weed. Says we on. smoke,
0: we smoke 10 well, tons of Well, he does. Yeah,
3: I don't know, like, he may be sharing it. Just. Also, good to know. Mike Tyson has a podcast called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I He's know. really living this marijuana lifestyle. I'll,
2: I'll try and get you on it, Katie. It's Thank you. Ten tons is 300- my sweatshirt might make that difficult. <laughs> Ten tons is three hundred and twenty thousand ounces. Just Jeez. so you know, in one month. Well,
3: that's why it's I can't 000. wait to find out
0: he has like three employees, and that's it. <laughs> it's
2: just the four of us.
0: All right, uh, we're going to get into how we're going to punish the loser of our fantasy league in just one second. But today's podcast is brought to you solely by Casper. Casper. So, Ashley, I am dreading this, but we're going to try it. Go ahead, tell the people: Is
3: this the real life,
0: or is it just fantasy? What's hard about this song is that the majority of it is harmonies, and I don't, I might mess up and sing the wrong. I might sing the wrong part. Mm. Okay,
3: you've uh, got seven minutes to work it out.
1: It's the middle of the night You're tossing And turning Not sleeping Drenched Covered in sweat Sure Running the AC Or a fan All night can Help A bit But to sleep really Comfortable, like I do. Get rid of your heat trapping (laughs) mattress and get a Casper. The Casper mattress combines four layers of pressure relieving foams for all night comfort. (laughs) (sighs) Softer. Under your shoulders and firm under your hips For healthy alignment and extra support (laughs) Plus breathable forms are designed
0: to keep you cool (laughs) All night (laughs)
1: <laughs> and all summer long With bedding, bed frames, and even a dog bed Ooh.
0: But Casper has everything you need <laughs> That's my bad. I messed it up already. Oh, are doing cake. terribly. Casper has everything you need is the last thing I said, because I'm mid-sentence. <laughs> to
1: create... <laughs>
0: the perfect sleep
1: environment, (laughs) Casper also has free shipping and returns, so you'll be able to try your Casper mattress for 100 nights, risk-free in your own home, sleep-cool and comfortable every night. Try us for 100 nights with free shipping and returns,
0: and returns. Go to Casper.com Nolan Casper. and use for use code Nolan. just to use a code no, for, 100, for, for, 100. One, for 100, for 100, for 100,
1: for
3: 100,
0: for 100 towards the, towards the purchase of, of, of selected of select mattresses. It's $100 towards <laughs> select mattresses. You can use the promo. Casper.com slash Nolan Code Nolan. Oh my god, whoa, the code is Nolan, yeah. Let him go. It's Nolan, the code is Nolan, go, Nolan, Nolan go. go. You guys want someone has to go
3: high? Nolan go! I can't, I can't. Nolan go! Use the promo code, use promo
0: code no, 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 Use the promo, use the promo, use the promo code, it's Nolan. It's a very good promo
3: for me For me For me me. That's right
1: We're gonna draw this out We're doing the whole song I'm in now So you think you can tell me to you
3: Like it's probably Just for the best. all your ear instruments that you're playing right now. We're do- oh, we're doing the whole the whole whole okay, we're still going.
1: Slash terms to find out what those are.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a guitar still, idiot. It's a nice violin. Shut up. Jay, that's not words.
1: That wasn't Jay. Casper.com slash terms, yeah.
0: That's it. That was that, Jay? Can I say a thing? Yeah. I thought I really appreciated you trying on the high
2: notes. Thank you.
0: I do want the people to know if it was way off, that wasn't me. That was Jay. that
2: was definitely me. That was Jay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that felt like punishment enough for me, and I didn't even lose a fantasy league. Um, <laughs> that was fun. Fun for fact: me. I pulled a muscle in my neck on that. Uh, <laughs> also, fun fact: breaking news: uh, Landry Jones, XFL's first signing.
3: Wow! Huge congratulations! Big
0: ups to Landry. Heard it here first, Schefter.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh okay so let's go through we like i said we sent out a tweet from the always late account i know it's weird that our podcast and our show don't have the same name trust us that we're we're working on that are but we? i thought we wow i thought we were oops um, trust so us we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> or don't but uh you know i know it would make it easier but you should be following at always late espn because that's whenever we send out a tweet it's usually from there so we sent out a tweet asking for people's favorite slash funniest punishments and ash what did we get what are the best ones we got we got a list of like 16. Do
3: you want me to read all of them? I don't... Maybe... Yeah. All right. I'm going to speed through them. Take the SATs. Wear a Nickelback shirt while bar, while bar hopping, but you're not allowed to explain why. Mm. Uh, the winner gets to pick your... The Losers team name for the next season. Yeah. You have to do a photo shoot styled by the winner and then make wallet-sized photos for everyone else in the league. A custom license plate... That's slash expensive. Bumper That's the thing forget about that one. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, the winner picks a custom license plate slash bumper sticker... For the loser, you have to eat an entire raw onion. You have to fly somewhere of the winner's choosing just to wait at the airport and then fly back. Sit in a diner for 24 hours, but you can subtract one hour for every waffle you eat. Okay, so sit in a diner for an hour. Go see (laughs) the movie Cats by yourself and then write a review. Learn to play the flute Sing a karaoke song of the winner's choice in a packed karaoke bar. Do a tight five in an open mic night. Wow, that's oh boy. evil. Set up a 1,000-piece domino rally. The winner sets it off. If it fails at any point or loser doesn't do it, you have to get a belly button piercing for one summer. Wow, that is so specific. Make What's a, a domino rally?
2: It's like a, just, like, just a, like a chain. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Make a fitness Instagram account and post daily for one month. <laughs> Paint a portrait of the winner, or run the beer mile. Did I already say out loud? I pulled a muscle in my neck while you we were doing did. that. It yeah. really hurt. Oh, that was
0: true. I'm being honest. Oh dear. It's, I got I'll work through it. Go ahead. That so, was the last one. Okay. So a lot of good ones there. Um, my main issue with that domino one is you're doing another feat, and if you fail, you get punished again. Yeah. It's that's like a lot of it's punishment. like be in a fantasy league, and if you lose, you have to make a domino thing, and if you fail, you have to get your belly button pierced. I say just make them get their belly button pierced. Yeah. Piercings close up. Ask my nose. Is um...
2: <laughs> the belly button pierced the one that doesn't close up? I feel like.
0: Why? Because it's a hole on a hole?
2: Yeah. I'm not, I don't know exactly why. Belly button. buttons
0: famously do not fully close up. I don't know. I never had one. I wasn't. I back then was upset that I didn't have one because all the cool girls did. Now I'm like, thank you, mom. I'm so glad I never got my belly <laughs> pierced. i never had it. No disrespect to anyone who had it. A lot of my friends had their belly buttons yeah. pierced. I'm just anyone, glad I did not Anyone like
3: don't. I just never in my life. I do still have this hole one. on my face, though, on my nose. And it's not. It's fine.
0: I bet someone who did my makeup for a whole year. Be like, oh, you had your nose pierced. I thought you just had this weird. Like and now I can't stop looking at pimple- it. OK, I don't see anything. Stop looking. It's right there. <laughs> Like right in that. Is it gone now? I, I mean, well, it's kind of dark in here. Okay, fine. So, what are we? What? Um, which ones can we just like get rid of off the top that we we're the not going fly to fly
3: somewhere and then wait at the airport? It's way too expensive. That isn't
0: it. That is expendable income.
3: I'd rather if I was the winner, I'd rather have that money.
0: And if yeah, and if you're in, yeah, just pay me what yeah. you pay. Uh <laughs> If you're in a league of all rich people, I encourage you to go big and do stuff like this. But let's talk to the people because we're not out here just. You know, yeah, I'm crossing. That spending one off. all that money. There was another one that was really expensive. Uh, custom license plates going to be expensive, but bus- bumper stickers a good other option. Bumper stickers are that's a good one because it's hard to get off. Boy, they're
2: hard to get but off. But if you don't
0: have a car, it's not. So we couldn't use that one for right, our league because we don't have cars. So that's we're going to cut that one. Okay, so that would be um,
2: the team name I think is lame. I was going to
0: say winner picking the team name. It's up top. Um, winner getting it picking the team name. Uh, we'll get rid of that because that's not enough. It's really not that bad. Um five is the one you wanted oh you did already yeah. uh eat an entire raw onion that is that's a good one that's just pure like <laughs> this just, is gonna suck just... so but you have to do it and it's a nice it provides a nice spectacle for the other people in the yeah. league to be able yeah. to be like we get, oh today's the day we get to watch jay eat an onion
2: i feel wow, like presumptuous.
3: paint a portrait of the winner isn't bad because you can just paint a really crappy portrait yeah and you can be mean about yeah. it so, yeah let's the, get rid of that
2: the person who submitted that just that portrait is very funny so,
3: oh, so they had a
0: really funny one. It was yeah. It, I our we wouldn't do that. We would just we're not we just make each other look like funny. fat.
2: Just stuff. shout out to that person.
0: Make a fitness Instagram account and post daily for one month. It, it, if you had to do it on your own account,
2: then mm. I would be oh, in on it. I think that's what it is. Like, it says
0: make a fitness Instagram account. Okay. So if if you had to turn your Instagram account into a fitness account where all you posted about for one month was your fitness, that would be a hu- a great. Punishment. So I feel funny. like that. Is, here's the what reason we're not going to be doing it in our league. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to me. Yeah, and I might lose <laughs> because I have. It's just like I have more at risk.
3: I could yeah. lose a all lot. Right, more. You're allowed to eliminate that one, I guess. It would look and <laughs> and uh, to be
0: clear, if all of us had a bunch of Instagram followers, I'd be down da- Like that would be a great high risk of like don't lose because you're going to mess with your like. I love it, but I. Do, it's not fair that it's disproportionately mean to me.
3: Yeah, that's fair. Um. I feel like the cat. Go see the movie Cats by yourself and then write love a that. review. I love that one. Really, I don't feel
0: like that's. You bad can also enough. you
3: can replace Cats with any movie. You can make
0: it any like whatever went at the end of the season. Oh, whatever right, the right, bad right. movie that's coming Got out it. is. Okay. And maybe we could up the any and make it like you have to publish the review somewhere, or, do or like you have a presentation
3: to, like a book right. report,
2: but Ooh, like a, a p- movie PowerPoint.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like if it's bad, then you know something.
2: I also feel like we could everybody else could go to the same movie and throw popcorn at the person sitting by themselves.
0: That's true. Learn to play the flute, I sneaky love.
2: I that one I think is very funny. Because too.
0: that's really hard to do. But where would we get a flute? I mean I the internet. Sitting in a diner for twenty four hours, let's get rid of that one because like I said I can sit in a diner for an hour and eat
3: 23 waffles. It's I kind of want to try that just to see. Like, yeah, that just sounds like a fun challenge. I want to do that like on Saturday.
0: Run the beer mile is not a bad one because I can tell you from experience that
3: it sucks. Yeah, but also fantasy leagues end in December and you don't want to have to go outside and watch someone run a beer mile in mm. December. Yeah, but you but know like, what you got to do. I know, but the payoff the schedule is Schedule like, for April. Yeah, but it, you want it. You want, like the immediacy of it. I'm just saying for, the, for
0: me, the payoff would be if we could film it and turn it into content. And that is a filmable, turn it into content moment of like, hey, the our fantasy league loser had to do this, and so Mm -hmm. here it is. Ideally, it's not me, um, but if it is, then it's definitely content. All right, so we'll keep that one in the running. Tight five and an open mic night is is
3: brutal, horrifying. But five five is such a good also. Punishment. You
0: couldn't make it tight five. You would make, you'd do five at an open mic night. A tight five means you've workshopped it, you've figured it out, you know exactly what jokes and what timing and spacing. And so I get, I love the phrase tight five, but no one here is going to do an open mic night for the first time and have a nice tight five. Okay. So we're, well, that one's in the running. That's in the running. Learn open to play mic. the flute is in the running or no?
2: I kind of love the flute.
0: I think we should. As an instrument or as, a, as an option? <laughs> as a penalty. Should I think they it's have super to funny. Like,
2: just one song. Learn to, learn to, play, play, to play an like instrument and
0: perform a song for... <laughs> our <a> theme song. <laughs> oh, well, that's tough because there's no flute in it. I would say learn to play... We could broaden it. Learn to play an instrument and perform a song for the staff. Because, and it can't be one you already know. You can't be like, oh, I know how to play guitar. Like, it just has to be like... Should it be write and perform an original song for the staff?
3: Is that harder? Well, you tell me. How did you feel when you had to change the lyrics to fly eagles fly and sing it on the podcast I hated it i hated everything about it <laughs> so it wasn't really to do with
0: writing it it was more about like <laughs> i lost the like it hurt i was already hurt i didn't need to be hurt more yeah it wasn't my fault we lost the super bowl that's true
3: so should and they... i had brought
0: you which was like i already thought i did everything i had to do to maintain this <laughs> friendship <laughs> should, they, should they have to write
3: an original song about like why they lost their fantasy football season that's funny i think that's pretty funny
0: All right. So we're going to amend, learn to play the flute. to Just make it like play an instrument, write a song about.
3: And play an instrument accompanying it about why you lost.
0: Yeah. Uh, What else can we eliminate? Is Eat a Raw Onion still in the running? I think if we're focusing on content, yes. And if we're allowed to, if it's over, if it's not like in 30 minutes, like if I can slowly work my way through an onion, not over like three days. I'm just like, give me time to like take a break, cry. (laughs) also ideal for anyone not in a relationship
3: (laughs) Um, alright so then if we're doing content let's get rid of the movie review well that's still content Ashley
0: oh wow you're just gonna eliminate the written word from content
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should cut the what about Nickelback
0: shirt how do we feel about that yeah that can go I don't mean kind of funny if you can't tell anyone like oh I lost a bet you just have to wear it like you love it but I think there are I could think of three people on our staff who would love that they would love to wear a Nickelback shirt and be able to yeah. act like they love Nickelback. So we'll cut it. Or Dave Lozo, who also probably just does love Nickelback. He
2: probably has one. Yeah. yeah.
0: We'd all have to borrow have Dave's to get a new shirt. <laughs>
2: we have to wear Dave Lozo's Nickelback shirt. Uh,
0: take the SAT. I like, you left off tailgate in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Tailgate in the parking lot. We all go together to wherever the SAT is happening and get drunk. And then it's like, bye, Ash. Time to go take it. I hope it's not you because you'd still crush it. I already it. looked up if you could take it as an adult. You can. Yeah, you can. People, yeah. I've seen people do this one before taking the SAT I'm kind of curious circle it I love it yes.
3: so we're down to what we're down to take the SATs while everyone else gets in the parking lot the photo shoot styled by the winner and wallet sized photos oh we didn't we didn't talk we didn't about talk that about, one so we're not down to that well, one. well yeah I was lobbing that back out I was just trying to save time
0: um do a photo shoot styled by the winner and make wallets it so that'll get expensive too but I mean not so expensive that we couldn't do it
2: does glamour shots still exist
0: Probably. And if not, it must have given birth. to. It's like you chop the head off of a whatever and it grows back. What is that that it grows? What animal is that? Cockroach? A hydra?
2: No, yeah. A it's, real, it's a a, real it's thing. something oh. between a cockroach and a, a hydra. The head
0: off of a thing and it grows. Whatever. So that is like a, is glamour shots is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> something else sprung up in its place. So I, I don't hate that one. So we've got take the SATs, tailgate in the parking lot, take the SATs uh do a photo shoot style by the winner and then get everybody wallet sized photos yep uh eat a, an entire raw onion yep go see okay we can eliminate go see the movie cats by yourself and write a review because <laughs> we got to start eliminating we can just
2: assign that to pg uh
0: <laughs> sing a karaoke song nope that's not enough for me cross it off we do that all the time singing karaoke songs so write, write a song yeah. uh and learn an instrument but write a song about your loss mm-hmm. do a tight do a five at an open mic <laughs> night yep <laughs> Um, We're going to get rid of the domino rally and the belly button piercing just because, you know, whatever. And then uh, the last one, you can get rid of run a beer mile because uh, now that I think about it, I've done it already. And so if I were to lose, it wouldn't be as interesting. So how many is that? One,
3: two, three, four, five. This is a
0: Katie choice. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to we have five options now. Let's do an elimination chamber and go around and one by one eliminate one of the options. To refresh, the five options are take the SATs. After we tailgate in the parking lot. A uh, photo shoot styled by the winner with wallet-sized photos. Eat an entire onion. Uh, use Learn an instrument and write a song about why you lost. Or a five-minute set at an open mic night. Okay. Who Katie, goes first? You do. Okay. I'm going to eliminate... um I'm going to eliminate the onion.
3: Okay. Onion know. is out. I don't want. I want to do all these. These are all great. Eliminate the onion. I... Um, in a shocking move, going to eliminate take the SATs. What you just said, you were curious. Yeah, because it's fun. But in terms of like a video of it, oh, now I'm in your head about that. Yeah, it you doesn't are.
0: have to be. That. We're still just doing this for our league.
3: Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna eliminate photo shoot.
0: Okay, why'd you just rewrite onion? I eliminated it.
3: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <What's happening? laughs> I'm gonna add onion.
0: Um, <laughs> You're okay, eliminating I'm gonna photo, shoot. photo
3: shoot, Jay.
2: Uh, I think I'm going to eliminate the open mic night.
0: Just because you really don't want to do it? Yeah. It's such a bad it's, one. It's a great one if it's not you. That's the reason yeah. I don't want to eliminate it. Is like I would love to see somebody who fancies themselves a comedian. But what would suck is if it were me and then I sucked at it. And I'd be like, well, there goes my life. So, yeah, cross
3: it off. Yeah. All right. So, so, Katie, we're down to take the SATs or compose an original song and play an instrument performing it about why you lost.
0: I think we're asking a lot. Of with the performing and learning and singing and writing a song. Like somewhere a musician's listening to this podcast being like, that's really hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's why I'm going to keep it and we'll get rid of Take the SAT. Score. Whoa! <laughs> okay. So the loser of our of our fantasy league will have to learn an instrument. And I guess I'll, I'll get rid of my thing I said before, which is like if you kind of know how to play guitar, you can't do that. You can do that yeah. because you have to write a song mm-hmm. and perform it about why you lost Perfect. And about the season in general.
3: Perfect as long as it's not me.
0: Yeah, right? (laughs) And we're probably going to record it and we're probably going to post it. Do we have time for another voicemail? The answer might be no this week.
2: Um, It's a quick one.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's do it.
2: All
3: right. Hi, guys. I'm Allie from Raleigh, North Carolina. My question for y'all is if time travel was real, would you go to the future or would you go back in time? I would probably go back in time because I love history. Cool. Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
0: Thank you for your question. Allie. It's a great question. I wow. would, Let me just say um, we don't drug test when you call in. So if you want to call in <laughs> under any influence of anything, you can feel free to do so. Um, just apropos of nothing. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, so would you go back in time if you could time travel or forward in time? I'm going to say I don't love history I know I don't mean like I hate it. I just like I was never good at it in school. So part of me is like I would like to go back because I think that a lot of the stuff we were taught in school isn't right. And it would be neat to go back, see how things actually were and then be able to come back and tell everybody like actually his ships were not named Nina Pinta and Santa Maria. <laughs> Somebody made that up and like correct history. But then the other part of me is like you'd have to do that for everything. And you can't. The We don't have the ability in any capacity to see the future. You can see the past by reading. And again, like I just said, not always accurate, but you can at least get a sense of what happened in the past by reading. We have access to information more now than ever before with the internet and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think I would do the thing you have no other way of doing, which is like go into the future and see where things are headed so that if you get there and things are like, whoa, crazy, and you ask around like, how do how'd we get here? And people tell you, you can go back and be like, Hello. I went to the future. Here's the thing we need to fix now. Um, Because the only way people believe anything anymore is like if somebody sees it with their own eyes. So if I went to the future and said, hey, climate change, it's a thing that's going to fuck us. Then when we came back, maybe somebody would do something about it. Probably not, but it feels like
3: a thing. Did you ever read the Outlander books? No. Or watch the show. No. So she's from the future and she goes back in time and she like knows what's going to happen and she tries to prevent it and it doesn't and it's like debilitating to her because it um. all still happens. And I feel like I'm too much of a coward to one. Not a coward. You know, Don't say that inter- in, this, in this scenario, if I went to the future and it was bad, I would be like debilitated. Like yeah, I would feel horrible constantly about be that. be living in fear. About- yeah. And like my son, especially like no, well, depending on how far I go, but like. That, that would just be – I'd be so afraid of what I find and knowing that the pressure was all on me to try to change it,
0: I, would I think, think the yeah. easier
3: answer is to I go back I think that the
0: if, if there's an option to go forward and back in time, I'm, I'm assuming other people can also do it too. I don't think oh, there's a world I mean, in which – You're really I, complicating yeah, this Yeah, you're question. right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So you would go back into. I would go Where back and – Where would you pe- go back to?
3: Um. Oh, I, I don't know. Is this like a one-shot thing no, or –
0: Yeah, it was just –
3: it was it felt like a logical follow-up, but we can just skip it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. OK. You couldn't pick just like – My anything. instinct was to go see like Cleopatra in Egypt because Whoa. I'm fascinated by that. Wow. Um, and her reign and everything and there's all these conflicting reports as to whether or not she was beautiful I just want to see it with my own eyes Ashley would use her one chance to go back
0: in the past and see once and for all was she hot was Cleopatra hot or was she like a was she like an Egypt 7 and
2: and more importantly where did she put her desk
0: (laughs) Jay what would you do
2: Uh, my cross to bear is that once on this podcast I said I would go back in time to watch (laughs) Yeah, and so now like every third tweet I receive on Twitter is like hey, how's he that? loves murder? How's he that? <laughs> He's going murder as a sort of spectator a sport situation going. So uh I'm gonna go with future. Nice. <laughs>
3: strong <laughs> strong play. See if you can catch any murders in the future. You know, keep your eyes
2: peeled. Yeah. Also, we're I'm acting, gonna do minority reports.
3: We're, we're acting
0: like if you go into the future, you're gonna like arrive and be able to go, what? <laughs> things are bad like you might go it might look very much the same but you could go see like is Austin now going by Aaron is he working I don't know if I would that would is he in a, well yeah well then you could have one of those back to the future situations where like you he tries to have sex with you okay. and you're like oh no I'm your mom uh, well actually that'd be weird because he would have seen pictures of you so he wouldn't oh, he's a weird kid so <laughs> But like wow. you could go there and just see what, what he's doing with his life or if like he went into a career that he's very unhappy in and then you can make sure he doesn't end up as a whatever. That was the question. We said we were going to do it fast. That's it for this week's edition of sports. <laughs> shout out to Casper and Casper only. <laughs> but also shout out to the right time with Bamani Jones. Um, also, don't forget to read Bamani's uh, article on the undefeated. Um, but this week on his podcast, he talks college football with Spencer Hall of SB Nation. I love Spencer Hall. So you should go learn about college football. Wherever you get podcasts. Uh big thanks to you guys for listening as always now and again later when you get home and then you know, again later when you leave home and then again later, later when you get back home, and then again later when you we've got a week till the next one comes out. Two a day. Like the gym.
3: Ooh, two a days.
0: Yep. That's what that's where it came from. Two listening to the podcast two times (laughs) a day, two a days. Uh, or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them, like this one from Doug b 15 that says, doodly do, hi, this is Doug with your five-star review. You didn't say hi back. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, as a man, I can only assume I'm only allowed to use one sentence like Jay, and that was Doug with your five-star review, doodly do. <laughs> hey, we didn't restrict his reviews because he's a man. It it's because the show sucks. It wasn't
2: my gender. It was the content it was the content
0: (laughs) men are allowed to speak it's not that we keep him from speaking it's that he doesn't he a doesn't have a speaking role in the podcast and b that show sucked as is evidenced by its cancellation good shows get canceled too though let's be clear
2: I go back in the past put to hi- watch more whiskey. Sometimes Cavalier they get put on hiatus,
0: and then they never get brought back, and they didn't get canceled. But there. Lastly, don't forget, you can always leave us a voicemail. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 860-506-5571. <laughs> Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Say it quicker, Jay. I,
2: that was really fast. Say it
0: fast, Jay. Bye. Bye, Bye love you, Mina. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Safe home security is like getting commercial-grade, enterprise-level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Safe. If there's a break-in, Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With SimpliSafe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, SimpliSafe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to SimplySafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. simplysafe.com slash Nolan.